Stephen Grotes on SAFM. Well, there was a decision last week by the Premier of Gauteng, Panyazi Lesufi, in fact, earlier this week, I think it was, to set up a commission of inquiry under the former Constitutional Court judge, retired judge, Sisi Khampepe, into what is happening around housing in Gauteng. And we're talking really about cheap accommodation. It comes, of course, after the fire that claimed 77 people in the building in Marshalltown last week. Jesse Tetsejo is an attorney at the Centre for Applied Legal Studies. They've also played a role in many cases involving accommodation in Joburg in particular. Jesse, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me and good morning to your listeners. You welcome the setting up of a commission of inquiry. What questions do you believe it needs to ask? Um, Stephen, with the inquiry, I think the main thing is understanding um, what happened. So what actually led to this disaster? But also, what um, what has the city done to address, you know, the broader issue, right? The issue of the urban housing crisis that we have in our cities, um, because this could have been prevented. So I think the inquiry then needs to ask questions around what is being done to address the urban housing crisis that we have. Um, what 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 needs to be done? Who needs to do what? Who needs to be held responsible as well? We need answers, right? So who needs to be held responsible for what happened? How could it have how could it have been prevented and how do we prevent something like this from happening again um i think those are those are the questions we're thinking of at the moment part of it is around um the responsibility for affordable accommodation and we mean cheap accommodation and it's very very complicated we did a mediated conversation just on the migration issue uh, this week mm-hmm. um uh, where, I mean, at the, I, I think it's fair to say that a council can't provide accommodation for everyone. I think that must be true. Um, then when people arrive in a city and there's nowhere else, they end up in these buildings. That's essentially what happens. Does a council mm-hmm. have a duty to try and reclaim these buildings? And yet, the moment it tries to do that, it will be told it must now provide a ca- accommodation for the people who are in the building. Mm, that's true. Um so I hear what you're saying, right? Reclaiming of buildings, but we can't have a situation where we're now evicting people and we're saying, go live on the streets, you know? So I think what we need to be doing, and um, this is something that our country also needs to be considering, is adopting um, innovative ways. Like, how do we then maybe turn buildings that aren't habitable into habitals, into habitable spaces? How do we um, redesign buildings or develop buildings to allow for people to live in these buildings um, in in safe conditions, you know. But the, the solution can never be eviction, and people must live on the streets. Sure, but Let's but but I'm going to come. I'm sorry to Jesse. I don't want to take the side of a council in this, but it comes back to the same thing. In the end, they would then have to provide the accommodation, and with the best will in the world, if we say to the council, reclaim all of the hijacked buildings in Joburg, it will result in evictions, and it will result in people having to go somewhere. And there's nowhere for them to go to that the council can afford. That That's probably going to be the argument. Mm, mm, mm. But now, then we need to figure out what solutions are we bringing forward um, to accommodate, especially persons who are coming from, you know, low-income households or no-income households within the city. Because what, what essentially happens the moment we close down buildings and we drive people out of the cities is that we're saying, um, indigent persons must live on the peripheries of the city and that the city does not belong to them. That in itself is quite problematic, right? Because we know that people come to the city um, to look for means to sustain themselves for a livelihood. And that's where the opportunities are. Economic and social opportunities lie within the city. So how do we accommodate 
you know, this marginalized group of persons within the city, making sure that they also have access to these opportunities. Um, I don't think people find themselves, you know, in these buildings by choice. You know, (laughs) our situation is that people are where they are because they had no choices. Um, They either have to choose living in these vacant buildings or um, living in the streets. And living in the streets Jesse Dutsejo, thank you. It's just the beginning of what really will be a very long conversation. Jesse Dutsejo is an attorney at the Centre for Applied Legal Studies.